0: you know, baby. Fists of fail. Well, I guess this episode's releasing right around Valentine's Day. Uh, guess what Valentine's Day is this year for us? Uh, it's our 30, 3 three-year anniversary. <laughs> we've been Hooray! doing this for three years! Yay! Look at all the rewards that we've reaped since we started. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so well, well happy three-year zero. Um, <laughs> the the uh, I guess the movie we've chosen today—I mean, you guys already know what it is because uh, you know it's—it's it's in the freaking title—and you clicked on it. Uh, it's a special one for us because this was a movie that we kind of did a test pilot for, um, and we had—it was a- more
1: than a test pilot. We covered the movie already we essentially covered this movie and we covered its sequel in a very very drunken rant in my old office
0: yes 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 drunken uh not drunken wow it's called drunken master uh crouching tiger hidden dragon and the the sequel which we will not talk about today maybe we'll talk about it i don't know i didn't re-watch it for today's episode so uh, no i did not either yeah no and i don't think anyone should watch it period uh, <laughs> We're talking about Crouching Tiger today, um, and yeah, of course it's a special movie for us um, because you know we, we we already technically covered it, but I'm actually glad for multiple reasons why we're doing it again. Because one, uh, that we obviously have a more keen eye, we uh, you know, with martial arts choreography than we used to, um, you know, like just. A, a happenstance of just doing this for three whole years uh, and you know like uh, I guess the second reason would be that that file is really hard to work around um and our fam- our format has changed obviously like uh, if you listen to our older episodes we were much more general I guess we really hone in on the action um ever since but I guess some things haven't changed. Which is my opinion on this movie. <laughs> 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 the one thing that has not really changed. Or maybe has gotten worse. Um, okay, Crouching Tiger. Angling, uh, Ang, Ang Lee's Magnum Opus. The movie that like really catapulted his career in the Western sphere. Um, won him a whole bunch of Oscars. And it's revolutionized... Or like really introduce the West to wusha uh, martial arts as a whole. Uh, very monumental film, and you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna <laughs> make a hard left and say I don't <laughs> like this movie. <laughs> and I've I mean that's never fine.
1: That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I've seen this movie throughout the decades in mm-hmm. you know different types of viewings. Uh, I when I first saw this, I was in high school. I saw it with my mom in the theaters didn't really think too much of it. I just, I knew like, oh, martial arts, this was pretty cool, but I I couldn't really wrap my head around the story. It was just so foreign to me, you know, obviously, you know, I didn't grow up with uh, Wuxia films at all. So, the, you know, these aspects were very alien, like people flying through the air that I'm not sure if I saw that before because I wasn't really introduced to Hong Kong movies, you know, much later, but it just, it just seemed you know, for back of, lack of a better word, so foreign to me. And as I kept on rewatching this throughout the years, I started focusing less on the martial arts and actually more on, like, the love story and, and the themes and all the all the different things. And I think that's why I, I kind of like this movie a little more as I got older. Like, yes, the martial arts, great. Uh, certain fight scenes, anyway. Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, going in, keeping in with our our loose theme on romance, uh, I actually do like the love story uh, in this movie much better than Gorgeous, which we covered (laughs) last week, which has no love story. There's no chemistry. Horrible, horrible. There's a love story. story.
0: It's about um, a business mogul taking advantage of a simpleton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. And then he fights a a young white guy at, twice in the movie. We're not talking about gorgeous again. Fucking listen to our episode last week. Um Crouching Tiger, Yes has a love story. I mean, that's what it markets itself as. Man, that trailer um I mean, it's not even a trailer. It, it's the making of like uh a teaser in the very opening uh you just talk about like a forbidden romance. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's basically what the movie's about. It's got
1: that old uh trailer voice guy yes. uh-huh yeah uh-huh. That, that really nice stuff Oh <laughs> yeah. oh there there is a connection between this movie and Gorgeous, which I didn't know.
0: Which one are you going to refer to?
1: apparently Shu qi was going to be in this movie yes. uh, instead yes. of uh Zhang Ji but she had to do a Pepsi commercial. So.
0: <laughs> a Pepsi commercial. Imagine, yeah, imagine doing that, and like just uh, th- the role that she was gonna play was Zhang Ziyi's character, and Zhang yes. Ziyi, um, basically was, I mean, I mean, basically nobody was really known to, um, uh, to the Western sphere outside of Michelle Yeoh, um, before Crouching Tiger. So that is a huge misstep for Shu Qi's agent. Um, oh yeah this,
1: this <laughs> propelled her career i think she only had a few acting credits before this but i mean all eyes were on her after this she got a lot of western roles yeah because of Sometimes this movie as part. well yes yes yeah, so yeah. um but yeah uh you you mentioned before michelle yo's in this movie and the infamous chow yun fat apparently this is his first martial arts film i didn't know that
0: no that's that's right i mean i mean you, you and i both know like we we. We watched plenty of um Oh wow, I'm a uh, John Woo. Whoa, oh, I was blanking on his name for a second. Uh plenty of John Woo like those are more like gun fu, like very like Yeah, heroic domestic. bloodshed, yeah, yeah that's Hong a great Kong way to start. action
1: movies. I don't know. I guess yeah. I would have thought that somewhere between he would have, you know, just dropped a gun and just started doing fisticuffs or at least a sword, <laughs> but apparently not. And no. this movie was kind of a transition for him because he was doing those you know those hong kong shoot 'em ups at the time and he has now be- he has been aging obviously and <laughs> this is it, it, like kind of him as an actor and then as a character too like you know kind of accepting getting into this older kind of role
0: yeah yeah um i, I forget the actual title of that series the god of gamblers i think um the uh, yeah shoot it. Yeah, that's that the one. I mean, like, Chow Yun-Fan has a pretty, you know, pretty wide range when it comes to acting chops. Um, so I I was not super surprised that he's playing, like, yet again, another, like, stoic character, which I thought he, he was, does a pretty good job in this film, um, if you can look past the whole dubbing— oh, not dubbing, the, the whole uh, learning Mandarin when it's not your native tongue thing that a lot of people harped on. But whatever, Um Chowian Fat does a pretty good, okay job, you know, and, uh, you know, when you watch the film, uh, you know, his character doesn't really do a lot of overly theatric things, right? Because that's in line with his character. He is so much better than everybody else that he can just do very simple, extremely efficient movements. That's in line with what his character, how his character fights and how he uh, behaves. Um so he could honestly cast anybody but I but I will say like I think that the casting of Chai and Fat is is appropriate. Like I think he you know he he nails a role and I would say like pretty much across the board everyone does a phenomenal job. And these are my objective opinions. Like the uh, I will never take that away from this movie. Um where <laughs> where it loses me is the freaking <laughs> uh <laughs> Zhang Yi's character. Well, Zhang Yi's character. We mentioned this in our original episode, the one that's never been released. Um, how much I despised her character, and it became incredibly hard for me to watch sometimes because she is essentially like the main character, I guess, of the film, and I find it really hard to like just follow along this uh, this this rotten brat who just like causes trouble for everybody um and and to root for her in any ways i, I just genuinely like wanted her to die in every scene <laughs> and i've seen this movie like four times which is more than i would like and every single time like i just why won't you
1: die fucking <laughs> <laughs> and yeah of course whatever I, I i don't feel the same way about her but i can i can understand yes she does feel a little spoiled at times but that goes in line with I guess her situation, that's, that's something I wish they kind of, uh, um, uh, you know, fleshed out a little more. She looks up to Michelle Yeoh's character and Chow Yun-Fat's character. Like she's, she's a fangirl. She likes, you know, she likes these, uh, these heroic characters. She dreams of having that lifestyle, being a fighter, being out on her own, away from all this diplomatic stuff where she has to be prim and proper. And, but the thing is, uh, we never really get to see her before this. So we, we just kinda, we just, we're just kind of... We're just we just thrown into with all these characters. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a problem with the story is. This is adapted from like a series and yeah, we're in part four.
0: Pentology? Yeah. part
1: We're in like part three or four. So we're not even getting to know these characters. We're in it with them. So... You know, I can, I can get why you don't like her because we don't really know her. We're just thrown in there and she's just like, well, sure. I don't like this life, blah, blah, blah. And they don't really we don't get a chance to understand that from her point of view.
0: Yeah. Well, this is an adaptation in like the loosest sense, because uh, I mean, I, I, I didn't read the original. I can't read Chinese. <laughs> so I know that the original source material doesn't really have Li Mu Bai or like any of these characters from the majority of the books. They're kind of like supporting characters. So this movie, this like takes really, you know, grabs just like what they want for this movie. So I don't, I have, I have no idea how close of an adaptation it is. Um, that's not really like my complaint with Zhenji's character. It's more, um, I, in theory, I understand what she's going through. You know, like it's it's teenage rebellion, and also like she's trying to, uh, you know like go against her her fate she, she has she's part of this arranged marriage to be yeah and she wants to escape but there are certain actions she does where she just does them because she's a
1: horrible person <laughs> she steals well she steals a sword I mean, she's and- not a horrible person like i said she just wants a different type of life, right? Well, she
0: does things at certain points in the movie where the they they even wrote it into her, her dialogue, where she's like, "I stole the sword for fun," <laughs> <laughs> and she just causes trouble for all, like not no reason. I get there's the reason. It's because you know she's yeah. acting out, but that's that's what's hard for me to, um, for myself to relate with is like i'm just following a character who's just acting out the entire movie yeah, and that's yeah. her main impetus or like her main motivation um but you know what as much as i i don't like her character uh and i, I can, can keep going I, i'll try not to because i can totally be <laughs> like the premise of this episode Uh that's not the reason why i don't like the movie it's um yeah like of course like you watch this movie in theaters like it was new to you it's it this is going to be my subjective opinion but i grew up around that and this movie i guess it's it's best said from the filmmakers himself like ang lee himself said like he's not trying to make a martial arts movie <laughs> he's trying to make like a romance movie and then like with martial arts in it right so when it comes down to the action i like that's it it can be pretty good at times but like there's nothing about it that really excels. But even in Wuxia, where, like, movies that I've, I've watched growing up, I'm like, you know, like, you can have a little bit of both. Um, but, like, obviously, like, they really went all in on the the, the drama in this movie. So yeah. it's completely different. Like So I get why people like this movie and why it resonates with more people. But the fact that it's a Wuxia film and people say, like, oh, this movie kicks ass. That's where I have... I argue with that. I'm like, it doesn't kick ass. It's... It's more universal, more accessible for the for the wider audiences, but I don't think it's a good representation of wuxia at all.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I didn't grow up with it. I I'm still not that familiar with wuxia, but because this is what was, you know, my first experience with it and it it left it an imprint on me, so like I I think with a lot of Americans anyway when we think of wuxia i mean this is probably one of the first things we're gonna right. go to
0: yeah yeah for sure i mean we, we've, we've covered a couple of wuxia-esque movies since right mm-hmm. uh, i mean like what are your what are your thoughts then it's like uh do you think that mm-hmm. it's like this is still like a higher echelons of like what wuxia should be
1: like, um you know? it, it's oh. it's a little tough to compare because this does have the budget you know they got they got the they got Mo ping to do Mm -hmm. the action choreography. They have a really, really great score and cinematographer, like all that stuff to come together with the budget and all that. It's, it's a little unfair because like with those, you know, some of those who movies, you can see where they, the budget is kind of limiting from them from (laughs) doing certain things. So, you know, like, and I, I, honestly, like we, we did cover some musha movies, but I can't remember. Well, now off I'll, the top of my head which ones we take <laughs> uh
0: off top of my head not so much either but I, i'd say like you know anything that's like uses a lot more i mean more period piece movies similar to this one or like that and also incorporate more floaty like movements i guess um i, I, I mean that's like the best way for me to describe wuxia uh, and people are flying in the air um i mean we typically don't like that like that's just our personal taste Yeah, Um. we tend
1: not to cover that stuff because it's sometimes, at least when we've when we've tried to look at some of them, it's not the choreography where we can kind of break down the fights. That's what our show is all about. Mm -hmm. When you have it, it's it's great uh, stunt work, you know, wiring people up, getting five guys to pull one person and do all that stuff on screen. Very, very difficult. You know yeah, for sure not taking away any of that but when it comes to fighting sometimes just seeing people clash on screen like that it's you know it's not our thing uh mm, i would like to cover work. yeah i i'm not we're, we're not the biggest fans of wire work uh i do like it from a technical aspect and from a stunt aspect but not
0: jackie doing jumping jumping kicks <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh
1: god yeah <laughs> bringing that back from the last one
0: <laughs> yeah um no, I, that's fine. I, I, I completely get it. Like, why people, like, still see this as, you know, like, it, it blew their minds. So, like, I, I can I can appreciate the, what this movie did. Um, but, again, like, because I didn't, you know, like, because I grew up around it, it, it's like, oh, okay. This movie is like the Panda Express of Wuxia movies for me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, it might, might be the, delicious for everybody, but I'm like, yeah, okay. it's It's fine. And then, but then I'll hear one person say like, "Oh, I want to try more Chinese food," and it's like, "Hmm, okay. Well, if it does any good uh, to uh, to represent Chinese culture, then sure. You know, like I say, like go ahead, watch Crafting Tr- Tiger*, love the movie as much as you can. I personally yeah. don't love it. Um,
1: right. Yeah, that's fine. I I I don't know if I would say *Panda Panda Express*. <laughs> that might be a little harsh. P. F. Chang's. But P. you know, but you know what? Uh, this would be a thing if, if it's like, "Oh, I've never seen a Wuxia film." uh how about okay check out crashing tiger did you like that did you like you know the wire work could you get into some of the themes and the martial arts and stuff like that okay great here are some other things that are better representations right this would be like sure, a good yeah. stepping stone
0: yeah yeah that that's a very appropriate way of, or like very apt way of describing it um yeah for sure uh this is the initial stepping stone for anyone who wants to really get into martial arts cinema i mean like if you guys discovered it back when it first came out 22 years ago <laughs> fucking, no, fucking
1: old man <laughs> um yeah but i, I think mean, i think for a lot of americans like you know the matrix came out the year before this and this like it yeah. was one after another showcasing chinese hong kong martial arts and every i mean for me i i didn't watch so many uh you know Uh, hong kong martial arts films because i just didn't have access to them yeah yeah but like once the matrix became popular once this became popular they realized that americans like me had an appetite for it so that's when we started to get the influx and jackie chan and jet Li imports yeah we started getting uh you know their movies and you know it just opened up the floodgates for us
0: you know it's a wuxia movie (laughs) i want to say the medallion Maybe <laughs>
1: because there's so much uh, flying around. <laughs> no, I think, no, no, no. I, think <laughs> I think a lot of uh, wuxia fans just groaned <laughs> hearing to say that. No,
0: I I i, I kid obviously, but I, the reason why I brought that up is because uh, no, it's it's true, you know, like uh, because I mean, yeah, like there's everything that Jackie and Jet Li was doing too, you know, like and and this was happening as well, so like it was just like cornering the market a little bit, so like you know, a little piece of history, you know, like, the early 2000s was like. A, late nineties, early two thousands was a great time for uh, Hong Kong cinema to infiltrate um Hollywood or the the rest of the world. And crouching Tigers, you know, like is a remnant of that and or it was like I guess the um the breakout. Um that like actually showed like it's not it's not technically it's not an a western production. So like but it was distributed here and um it was a major success. So it showed that like there are people who are interested in foreign films. Fuck! Like how many awards did this? How many Oscars did this fucking thing win?
1: I Think it won three.
0: That's crazy, you know. <laughs> uh,
1: and think, this hmm. was the only martial arts film to be nominated for Best Picture, I believe. Yes, but that and hmm. yep. So I was gonna say um, this year, uh, Shang Chi got nominated for an Oscar. For special effects, interesting. When I don't recall another martial arts movie getting nominated in a while, has it been that long between Crouching Tiger and Shang Chi for a martial arts film to get a nomination? I can't recall. Uh,
0: yeah, one that's like primarily an Asian cast. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know Let about us that.
1: know if you uh, can recall, because I can't recall.
0: Interesting. Okay. All
1: right. Well, anyway. Uh, we've been talking a lot about the legacy what's this yes. movie about will
0: <laughs> well i was gonna pin that on you crouching uh-huh. tiger hidden dragon the crouching tiger is the love interest of zhang Yi, who is a bandit who falls in love with her on a raid and zhang Yi is the dragon so there's a play She's on the words hidden dragon She's the yeah. hidden dragon, yeah.
1: You know, you uh, know what's kind of annoying. Uh, so when I was watching this, mm-hmm. they don't they don't give that information away with a subtitle. So the love interest of Zhang Xi's character, I guess his name is like Dark Cloud. That's what they call him. Mm, okay. But Tiger is actually in his name, oh, okay. or it Whoa. is a translation of oh, his no. name mm-hmm. uh, in Mandarin, and then. When uh, Zhang Yi is hiding out in the tea house, later she uses the name Dragon as like a, you know, to conceal her identity. And mm-hmm. I was like, why didn't why didn't they, you know, why didn't they translate that? That would have been like a nice, right. you know, call call back to the title, I guess.
0: Yeah, one uh, Ang Lee even said himself like there are a lot of things. Oh, as he said during an interview that um, you know there are going to be some things that are cultural things, historical. Uh, things that are going to be left out and be foreign to the western audiences so they had to just change the subtitles to, to just kind of make sense so they're just completely omit things otherwise it would make too much take too much time to explain It'll yeah a bit no I, foreign, no i get that makes sense. Yeah. yeah yeah um that's fine that's fine but like just to complete that Part, yeah, Zhang Yi, she is, she, I mean, I already mentioned before, she acts out, she does, you know, she steals a sword owned by uh, um, Li Mu Bai, uh, who played uh, played by Chao Yun Fats. He uh, steals this magical sword. It's not really magical, but it's not really magic, magical. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> practically magical because it's indestructible. Uh, yes, it's an ancient yes. sword that becomes the premise uh, of the second movie. Uh, and yeah by the way uh, Chow Yun Fat uh, who, played, you know, who who originally owns it gives away the sword because he originally doesn't want the sword you know he doesn't want to be a fighter anymore right or he wants to like be basically meditate forever um, and he has uh, affection for Michelle Yeoh who receives the sword to take care of it and the two of them will not confess their what love for one another because she was engaged to his to Chao Fat's best friend who died. So as a vow that they will, you know, honor him forever, they profess that they will never make anything happen. That's actually the interesting part. I will give you that. Like that's actually the part that I like. I freaking hated the Shang-Chi <laughs> love story like it's right, it's right toxic it's it's yeah. It, it's like a toxic relationship um on top of a lot of other things that I had problems with her character um and then Man, like, so
1: yep so uh one of the things that I noticed this time around watching it because I wasn't paying attention as much to the martial arts because I I already knew how I feel I like yeah. whenever I rewatch this, I'm like okay I know I know what I like about it in terms mm-hmm. of the fights So I was looking closer, you know, at the relationship stuff. And it's funny because when Michelle Yeoh first meets Chow Yun-Fat, we understand that they haven't seen each other in a while. Mm -hmm. And when she sees him, like her eyes light up and he starts, it's like he wants to give away that he has these feelings for her. He says like, oh, I started thinking about something. She's like, what were you thinking about? Mm -hmm. And you know, he wants to say, like, oh, I was thinking about you. But he's like, uh, anyway, here, return this sword. <laughs> you know, take this sword because, I, you know, I, I can't do it. Like, there's a constant back and forth with him, like, not being able to express his feelings. She even confides in the person she's giving the sword to that he can't express himself. So he's like, oh, well, I'll give him an earful next time I talk to him. Because it's it's like one of those things where everybody knows they need to get it on everybody knows like <laughs> they are just like in heat for each other but they can't you know openly uh mm-hmm. express it and then do it because of the vow yes that they yes, made to yes, each yes. other
0: um that, that's that's all fine danny on paper um and uh, yeah like watching it i kind of wish not that i want the whole movie to be like that because it'd just be like oh my god just fucking just fuck already because be <laughs> really frustrating So they space it out, you know. Chow Yun Fat is obviously in the movie, um, you know, a a decent amount, but he's not in every scene. He's actually sprinkled in here and there because he's he's more like he's even though he's in the movie, he's more of like a mythical figure because he's just so like powerful and so skilled, Um, and he's so wise that anytime he enters the scene, he just steals the room. Um, So like they have to sprinkle him in, uh, just. You know, sparingly. Um, so, like, that's that's all fine and all. Um, I I I was gonna say, uh, any scene with Chow and Fat wherein he's fighting, obviously it's very you know it's very minimal. They give him very little to do, but they make him look really good. You know, just because like they give they they wrote around the fact that Chow Fat doesn't know martial arts. I don't know if you've read this, but one of the original. Um, potential uh actors who's gonna play yeah casting sorry yeah that's what we're looking for castings for chow yun fat was jet li and Mm -hmm. i'm wondering how much they would have changed a lot around that oh god yeah that's what i was but
1: i was gonna say that's what i was thinking too would chow yun fat's fights been different if it was jet li because obviously jet li is a trained martial artist and on-screen martial artist. We know yeah. he could fight. Would they then subdue him even though they, you know, we all know he's, you know, a martial yeah. arts master. I guess I guess Chayan Fat being cast in this works to the story as well, you know, he they're they're trying to suppress it because they don't. It's supposed to be him just being able to take care of these moves with ease and not have to dole out so much choreography. Uh, to to take somebody out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, uh, I saw that somebody made a deep fake, uh, putting Jet Li's face onto mm. some scenes because you know the the person knew that it was originally supposed to be Jet Li, and it's it's kind of interesting to see like you know like Jet Li had that iconic look for the you know for a lot of his movies like the Once Upon mm. a Time in China series, so to see his face like. Now onto the Limu Bai character. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting seeing him mm. act across Michelle Yeoh, but they've already acted together. I think what was it? Um, yeah, they've acted together in some other roles, I believe. Mm, but.
0: Mm, right, right, right. Um, interesting. <laughs> I I've I read uh, conflicting things about why Jet Li couldn't do this role. Like one was that his he had a wife who was pre- 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 pregnant, pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and the other one being that he turned down the role because he wanted to star in another movie.
1: Oh, Romeo yes.
0: must die. So another romance chose...
1: movie. <laughs>
0: oh, that's right. Oh, we already covered it. So we did. watch that, we already covered that. Yeah, yeah. So um, all, I mean, if Jet Li played the role, like maybe he people wouldn't have given him so him so much shit because Chow Fat and Michelle Yeoh got a lot of flack because they are not mandarin speakers in fact michelle yo according to what she said in her interview uh i just learned like she she took she uh, like studied for like a year plus to like just in preparation uh to learn mandarin in for this role but there are certain lines where she's just saying things phonetically and she has no idea what she's saying (laughs) so that blows my mind because i i don't think her performance is bad in any ways. i
1: I don't think so either. Um, so they have accents. You know, mm-hmm. Chow Yun-Fat obviously has a Cantonese accent when he's speaking. Uh, Michelle Yeoh has like a kind a of like British, one. British English. Yeah. Uh, I think, what, where is she from? Malaysia? She's a Malaysian. Yeah, part uh, yeah, Malaysian. Malaysia. Park, Singapore, Singapore. Malaysia, I think, yeah. Singapore. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I watched this movie with a Mandarin speaker, and they said it was fine. They could just hear the accent. It wasn't like it was horrible. Mm. So uh, unless, unless they did some post-dubbing. Which I which I know which I know they did. You could tell there is, at you know, ADRing. Yeah. But uh, you know, <laughs> with, with those intense scenes, those emotional scenes, you can see it's really them. I, mm-hmm. I, I want to assume it's really them for the most part, anyway.
0: Yeah. Speaking of dubbing, uh, they actually did a whole version for this for the uh, Chinese audience. They had to redub everybody. Well, Charlie Yun-fat and Michelle Yeoh, uh, with native Mandarin speakers, just for them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, which I find kind of like overkill, but I, I guess whatever. Um, this movie did not do well with Chinese audiences. That's another thing that to mention. Um, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the same sentiments i already echoed before. Um, it, it's just you know growing up around that, it, it's like it's it's like humdrum. Like you don't you don't really pay any attention to it. It's like oh okay, eh whatever. It doesn't really stand out, but. There are things about this movie that I do like. Like the whole, the whole of it, I don't like. But I will give this movie a lot of props because I really like the filmmaking as a whole. Like it's a technical achievement in a lot of ways uh, for martial arts cinema, Uh, and I'm not going to downplay that for any for any ways. I don't like the movie, but that doesn't mean (laughs) I don't appreciate things like the the cinematography, the the uh, the the sets, the the like. I mean, th- this movie was two thousand and two thousand, literally two thousand. Yeah, yeah, like the some of the CG still kind of holds up. Uh, some of it, not all of it.
1: Some of it, not all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I can see how like back then it would be like, you know, it, it looked really um, uh, like impressive. Uh, and this is one of those cases where you have uh, the actual performers, the actual actors, doing the stunt work, choreography for the most part. Not not always, but for the yeah. most part. It's them doing it. And from an action standpoint, I am very appreciative of that. They're not always great, but it's it's impressive. Um, yeah, so what know, did com- you
1: think of the action and the fighting of this movie then? Like to la- you know, not to go into detail, we, we yeah. didn't talk about it broadly yet.
0: Uh it is Wuxia, but <laughs> I don't I don't know how to succinctly put this. It is Wuxia, so obviously you know, we. I'm not even the biggest fan of the genre, like as a whole. I mean, I've seen some that I like. I actually do genuinely like, but I, you know, I prefer my things more grounded. Uh, the choreography, when it's not like super wiryish, uh, I don't mind it so much. Like I actually really like the hand to hand stuff, um, and I'm very impressed by both Zhang Ji and Michelle Yeoh. And Michelle Yeoh, like, I mean, I'm a. I, I'm doubly impressed with Michelle Yeoh because like one, obviously she, we know that she, in the eighties and nineties, well, less than nineties, she starred in a bunch of action movies and she can basically, she knows how to fight, fight on screen. She knows how to hear her cues, but she had a major injury like in the, uh, the beginning of the, the production in the very first fight. So like, I'm very impressed that she was able to like do more action scenes as the movie progressed. Um,
1: so, yeah, basically, after she got surgery, she had to go right back and and film her stuff. Uh, you know, yep. they filmed all the non action stuff, but the last infamous fight, uh, the weapons battle between her and Chang Shi that was the last thing they actually shot as well. Yeah. So like, yep. she had to really, really power through that whole thing, and yeah. thankfully, that last fight doesn't have so much. I think there's no kicks. It's just weapons. So, like, yeah. she doesn't have to rely so much on doing anything crazy with her legs, minus just keeping up.
0: <laughs> minus the overhead shots, which we'll, we'll talk about those um, in the action segment. Um, I'd say overall the action's okay. Uh, there are some standouts that I really did like. Uh, but for the most part, it's just okay. It's slower paced. And when I think of Wuxia, one thing that they account for, or, like, the good ones at least one thing that they count for because everyone's so floaty uh like in those uh, typical wuxia films um to account offset the the floatiness they 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 crank up the speed and they make the edits like super rapid um so it just looks like there's a whole bunch of things happening all at once um this movie doesn't do that it kind of really dwells really hones in on the movements like not like not in a uh boring way but like it like it really like like takes its time with it which is different i do appreciate some of the movements but it's not as snappy it's not as quick as uh, like your know, uh, other wuxia movies so i don't know it's 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 all it's almost like a different beast uh, like is the i guess the best way to describe it i don't know zero uh, i i said a lot what do you think of the action
1: <laughs> uh i well, i mean if you look up best fight scenes, a lot of times this final fight between Zhang Ji and Michelle Yeoh comes up and uh, I do think it's a very, very good weapons fight. Uh, I do like it. It's it's funny uh, when you listen to the DVD commentary whenever there's a fight scene going on like Ang Lee and uh, I think it's um, one of the writers, Like you know, they kind of start talking about certain aspects of it and then once they got to that fight, you can see that they got sucked in, and they're just watching it. And every now and then, he's like, "Oh yeah, da 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 da." You know, he'll say something. But I think that just shows like how mesmerizing that fight is, and like how good it, it is, and with its simplicity and what they're trying to say. Um, he, I'm not sure if this is accurate though. Ang Lee said that Yuen Ping didn't really do too many sword fights in his day. And so like that he I had to, to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I believe that either. Um, mm-hmm. But he said, you know, that was like, that was like a challenge for him to do sword fighting. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's speaking of like a distinctive style, but I remember him saying that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. I, I never even thought about that. But yeah, like, because when you watch this movie, every action scene is very unmooping. This is a very yep. Yun wu Ping movie. Um, I mean, of course, like he, he choreographed it, but it's it's like your your signature, y- 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 Yun wu Ping st- you know, style. Um, but yeah, like it, it's fine. Like I do, I think the weapons fight is is pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite weapons fight, but it, it's there's a lot to to actually talk about there that like I, that is you know genuinely like like objectively good like good. Um, but I guess uh, we've talked enough about it from generality standpoint. guess we talked about the action now. So follow us on Patreon, do all the things.
1: Uh, if you want to hear the full action breakdown, because we're going to go into it. Uh, I do have a lot to say about that fight cause I do like it a lot. So sure. I I, w- I would like to go into detail. Mm-hmm. So yes, if you want to hear that, you got to go to Patreon. It's only a dollar a month. It's cheap. I swear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: listen to zero geek out about this this action scene because uh, someone needs to be a positive one hey guys thanks for listening to the podcast we're at the point where we give our recommendations but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on patreon there you can listen to the entire episode including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie at, but you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Um, so is that,
1: is that Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon?
0: That is Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. A bloated review for a relatively bloated movie. It's a very long movie. It's two hours. Holy shit. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Uh, we talked to death about it i the more i talk about it i think i did this the last time too i had epiphany moment where i'm like i the movie's not that bad i don't like it but there's a lot of things to to appreciate about this movie um so that's that's basically my my sentiments of this time too uh the movie's pretty like it's 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 pretty good in, in certain aspects but for the most part like I don't like it, but that doesn't mean I, you know, I'll detract from other people who who love this movie. Um it's it's got a lot of problems in my opinion, but I think that the influence, the legacy is definitely um something the uh to, you know, to talk about. I think this movie still like really holds up in that regard. Um but uh yeah, like I don't want to be a dead horse. Like I think it's 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 just a a stepping stone. It's it's a gateway martial arts movie, in my opinion. Like it's it I don't consider I don't put this on the echelons of like best martial arts movie ever. Um like I think it's uh like it's it's different too. Like it's it's trying to be a drama first. So you know, like you have to look at it with like that kind of lens. But yeah, anyone who says like it's like the best martial arts movie ever, which there are some people who are like that, I have to hard disagree with that. So, um the action's okay, for the most part. The fight with Zhang, Zhang Ziyi and Michelle Yo at the end is really good. for the, Again, for the most part. So I say definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, if you never watched it, regardless of how I feel, everyone should at least watch it once. Alright, I talked to death. Zero, your turn.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I get all the reasons why uh, you're not crazy about it. I don't like Zhang Ziyi as a character. Uh, but I don't know. Like in the end, I I think like I didn't. I, I I'm trying to understand her. It's because she's supposed to be that, you know, un, unruly teenager that just wants to be free, mm-hmm. and do what she wants. And in the end, she learns a valuable lesson that uh, she caused the death of people, and she should throw herself <laughs> off a <fucking> of bridge. <laughs>
0: she's a horrible person like that's, that's what it comes i down don't to.
1: i don't think she's a horrible person i think she just wants it's one of those i want a better life and because of that it caused the misfortune of others you know it's just one of those like obey your parents type of stories without yeah. really being that type of story
0: <laughs> remember in the beginning yeah well that actually that's a really good way to put it remember in the beginning you're you, you were like oh like she you know she used to be a fangirl for um for these two guys imagine you like you meet spider-man and dr strange and because of you both spider-man and dr strange are dead <laughs> like, <laughs> your heroes uh, are dead because of you because, because of, of all you. the yeah, horrible
1: I mean, actions that you did that's it's, that's what it's I, kind of like that a little bit yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean uh, everything you said uh it this movie has a legacy i liked it i did not like the desert stuff i think that stuff went on way yes. too long I wish they could have cut it, but it's there. So if you've never seen the movie before, be prepared for that because it is kind of jarring, and the movie goes takes like a huge <laughs> lull in pacing at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I like all the acting. I like all the themes that are going on with, um, you know, like literally the the movie title is about people hiding things, hiding something bigger or mm-hmm. something more powerful, and that runs throughout the movie and i really like all those uh all the subtle ways they they put it in there and uh it's not the best love story uh martial arts love story i still want to give that to pedicab driver because i love that movie (laughs) but uh, i do i do like the romance in it and i and i think because uh chow yun fat and michelle yo they're just really really good actors so i think they just help sell that even more so yeah, it, it, this is a recommend. Uh and the last fight is the last fight uh between Michelle Yeoh and Jenki is really good. I think everything else is just okay. Yeah,
0: for sure, for sure. Um yeah,
1: I mean we kinda had
0: we kind of agree but don't agree, but that's fine. Uh my my yeah. answer's relatively uh complicated. Uh, I but on in the end I say I would recommend the movie, like basically echoing what you just said um i think i've seen this movie i've seen this movie four times now i've seen ang lee's other masterpiece at least eight times because i was a dumb kid and it just it was always on and of course i'm talking about the incredible hulk
1: oh god <laughs> i couldn't even see that movie because the the poor lighting with the cgi i i don't know what they were doing there <laughs> yeah
0: imagine crouching tiger but with the Incredible Hulk, that's like the best way to describe that movie. It's so boring and so um, like there's so much drama in it. Uh, oh
1: God. Yeah, I I don't like. Uh, <laughs> I I, don't, I think universally nobody likes Ang Lee's so. <laughs> Hulk. <laughs> oh, so uh, so let me let me end on this. Um, I first I, I mentioned earlier, like I first watched this movie with my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to theaters to watch it, and we got to the desert scene. We got, you know, there, uh, oh, Zhang Ziyi and the bandit are in the oh. cave together, right? Yes. And she's, like, angry fighting on top of him, trying to get away from him. It cuts to the shot, and his hand is down her pants, just on her crotch. And this subdues her. She is no longer, like, this crazy wild woman. She's now in ecstasy because he literally just touches the puss. and then it goes into them you know making love and all this stuff and i remember honing in on that and then like looking like at the screen looking at my mom i was like oh this just got so weird and uncomfortable